0: What's going on, guys? John Akapinti here, a.k.a. Wannabe Carson Daly. We're with the Big Break Season 3, Meeting the Contestants. As always, we are brought to you by Linderella's Deli in Sawyersville. I just ate one of their wraps, and it was amazing. I had one of their hoagies, but I also had some cookies, some brownies, And they catered the big break meet and greet, which you're coming to the next one, obviously. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Maybe Linderella's is throwing down. They got it all. Get up there. And always, we are brought to you by NEPA Scene, Rich Howells, Open Mic Night at the V-Spot. That's where I met our guest today. And now we're here at Encore Studios, big break, season three, Thanatos. How you guys doing? What's going on? Um, not really excited
1: to be here. It's a very nice little studio going on.
0: Isn't it? Is it's a I'm loving it too. It's, a, it's great vibes in here.
1: Yeah, it really is. Very comfortable. Everyone's in a good mood. Yeah. Which is like weird nowadays because
0: everybody's been like, real eh. Yeah, especially after the pandemic. I mean, even before then, I was definitely occasionally like that. Yeah. You know? Just being like, I don't want to be anywhere. But here, I'm like, I want to be here. Yeah, like I said, it's a very comfortable environment here. So comfy. We're cozy. We're chilled out. Yeah, I'm loving this chair. It's real. It's a nice, comfy chair. Absolutely. And then we got we're between a fern. I think it is a fern. Very pretty. It looks like that emoji. It does. Button. I was not gonna yeah. lie. I was thinking about like that as soon as I came in. I'm like, you know, this literally looks like the
1: emoji on your keyboard.
0: Yeah, and if you know, you know, that emoji. Real <laughs> ones, real ones know that emoji yes. for sure. Uh, actually, Dan gave me one. Of the, one of the owners gave me this shirt. Which I love, by the way. Yeah. It just—I don't know—for something like something
1: about just screams like childhood to me.
0: It really does. Like, uh, <laughs> he played a lot of paintball to get to this level of, you know, shirt. Had them, you know, shirt, shirt <laughs> fandom. Also, I'm emo, so this is a hot topic. Like, <laughs> I'm the emo in the room, obviously. You know, <laughs> once that they say uh, emo is not dead. Emo is not dead. M G K is reviving it with his illustrious, you know, Emo girl. I think that's gonna be up for a a Grammy or maybe just like Ever, it's just injected into everyone's brain and it just plays at all times. Yeah, I've like,
1: absolutely definitely heard it trailer. on the radio from time. Yeah, Personally, me, not to spark controversy, I'm not the biggest MGK fan, so I necessarily try to avoid hearing it on the yeah. radio, but it just seems to pop up like every time i switch switching yeah, to station. It's, it's I like catch, the worst song ever. And and I I'm do, joking. <laughs> <laughs> and I do catch myself listening to it. I'll be on my way to work early in the morning and I'll hear it and just like, yeah, whatever, yeah. we're just going to let it rock today.
0: Yeah, we're going to let it rock. I mean, you're reviving the actual emo scene, I think, you know. Um, if you would, if you are you taking that? Like, what's your what's your genre? Would you say? Um, I guess you would say my goal is to be more or less genre fluid. Genre fluid. I like that. I'm trying to be like that too. Like, I just love music. Freaking play it, right?
1: I grew up in like the Wilkes area, so like more of like the hip hop and rap and R and B and stuff like that was something that was just like kind of cool. branded to me. You know, like just grew up around it everywhere you went. Um, but some of the like CDs and stuff that I found from my deceased mother's collection. I was like, you know, like Kiss, Metallica, Iron Maiden, stuff like that, so as that music started to progress, I started to follow along with it, and my fiancé introduced me to the newer music scene, and then I was like, you know, it would sound really, really cool if somebody like, you know, combine this, so that's so kind of cool. where I'm trying to get with it.
0: Yeah, as in ter- in terms of your like live performance, like I actually was, was, I think, at your first show ever, right, because you were about to, you went to the V-Spot, right? Yes, I, think I did the I open, open mic there a couple that times. I think night. Uh, out in the patio, front area.
1: Yeah, so, my first ever time stepping foot on a live stage in front of an audience or anything was at the uh, V Spot's open mic. That is where I met you. Actually, do yeah. remember.
0: And then uh, mm-hmm. I thought I thought you were bringing a band because you looked like I like was like do like a celebrity like you have the celebrity look. You know what I mean? thank you. And I was like, what is this dude about to freaking rock down? And Then you, our producer, Al said, it's like like you just said kind of makes sense now like you're doing almost a rap type solo act but yeah with the vocals like the, the Iron Maiden type vocals you know like yeah and it's so super like interesting it's um
1: like I said it was like kind of an inspiration thing Ghosty Mane was probably one of the first people I heard in the uh, genre fluid area who's that Ghosty Mane
0: Ghosty he has
1: like a Suicide Boys kind of sound but I then like he that gets stuff, like a uh, like little
0: peep kind of like, yeah, I like little peep. I don't know if you're into it. Uh, uh, I
1: was a little bit, um, but then he kinda kind of goes off into like a Marilyn Manson kind okay. of a genre a as well. Darker. He found a yeah, he found a good way of mixing like a Suicide Boys and a Marilyn Manson vibe together.
0: Did Ghosty Main work? I think him and mm-hmm. Little Peep were in schema posse together. I want to say, I'm th- maybe thinking of someone else. I am not 100 long hair, sure. long brown hair.
1: Um, he had a whole bunch of different colors. I know that. He's done, like, the blonde. He's done, like, completely white, silver, black, and blonde. He's got a memorable tattoo, like, right across
0: his forehead. And, like, a huge goat skull thing he on his chest. might be the same guy. I'm going to Google it after this, but... Uh, yeah, now so I'm definitely that interested. That makes sense, though. For, like, your lyrics, what kind of themes are we, are we engaging? Is it come, come within? Like, is it all, like... Uh, so... Everything I write is
1: either what I've been through, going through, or will go through. Um, Everything I write is 100% me. Um, It's very, very real. It's very raw. It's very emotional for me. And um, I I try to make it a little bit less of like surface lyrics. I try to make it like a little bit more of um, an open concept because I don't want it to make it sound like it's only about me specifically. My goal is to make it a release for me to finally have that song that I can put on and be like, yes, this is exactly me. This is my life. This is where I'm at. And hopefully I can have other people find some kind of release by, like, relating to it when they listen to it.
0: Nice. I like that. Thank you. And I I, I feel like I could, you know, relate to that with just the performance itself was so, like, it was... Thank you. you know, uh, wanting, I, know, I, think I, I think I've seen you maybe twice. I try to, um... But they both were, like, they were really engaging. and. Thank you.
1: That's, I was going to say, I try really hard to engage with the audience as much as I can. Um, that helps kind of break the fact that I'm up there by myself. Mm-hmm. Once I can like, engage and get a couple of people to interact with me, I feel like everybody in the audience is there with me. Instead of just standing there watching me, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like um, you, you build like a little bit of like a, a bond with everybody in the audience. and I love talking to people and stuff, getting to say hi and meet everybody before I go up. So, like I said, you can build a little bit of a bond. It's more of like a comfortability thing, especially being up there by yourself. It's
0: nerve-wracking. <laughs> that is not easy. to and Like taking on like a different type of, you know, almost genre, because I've never seen that before. You know? Thank you. And, you know, are you looking towards staying alone? Or are you trying to get a band going? Or So, actually, that's been um, a topic on the table for
1: quite some time now, and I've been putting thought into it. I think as of right now, I do plan on staying solo just due to the fact that in the past I've put together two or three groups, um, getting everybody together to practice, agree on show dates, and then agree on who pays what for this, that, and a third. It just got so stressful. It's gotten to a point where I was trying to set up a show with a band that I had and everybody kind of just bailed last minute. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when I kind of like I put the little dream of music and like a butterfly jar on the shelf for a little bit. And you know, um, just had a
0: resurgence or like, just, why not just do it myself?
1: My fiance inspired me, actually. I was just sitting there one day. Um, I had recently gotten sober and I was like, you know, like, I feel like I've just given a second chance and I want to do something with it. What What can I do to actually make something for like my kids to look up to me and be proud of me? Because totally. I don't want them to just be like, yeah, my dad got sober, cool, whatever. Like, no, I want, I want to show them that, like, you know, you can make mistakes in life and uh, you can learn from them and be twice the better person you were before you made those mistakes. And um, so I was talking to her, and she's like, Why don't you just put out a status? And I did, and um, Eric Navrasky and Andrew Blank were mentioned like numerous times in the comments. So I reached out to them, and I went over to their studio, and they helped me create Hello. Yeah. first put that out I had like a whole bunch of fear that um you know like like a lot of artists when they first start I had a whole bunch of fear that like you know I was gonna get like two or three people that paid attention to it I I just thought it was gonna flop and then when I seen the reactions and everybody asking me for more that like I was like wow this is possible like I can actually one day have my dream of like you know doing what I want doing what I love and having my family like be taken care of from that instead of having to break my back every day working in a garage trying to figure out am I gonna have enough money for rent this month I like, guess it's, it's really stressful but the music gives me hope that one day my family can have everything that they want and deserve just for me doing what I love
0: in general I think you're right there man I think you're going right for it and as someone who uh you know I take care of kids as one of my jobs like as a manny and uh they mean so much to me and they're not even my kids you know right like, yeah that, I have like, a soft have that, spot for children I really do you know that type of resolve and like determination like that means a lot, and I could see it, like, front right when I met you, you seemed like a great dude. Thank and, you. Uh, I'm honestly pumped about what you're going to be bringing, and honestly, it's smart mm-hmm. to do, like, do the solo now. Get, get everything you need, like, mm-hmm. take who you can get that, you know, will have you as a solo. Mm-hmm. Of course. And blow up from there, and then, like, do, like, Kevin Parker, like, Team Impala. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Higher out. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So, like, maybe sometime down the
1: road, I can eventually get involved with a band or a musical group. And, um, you know, if I get my name big enough or however it may go, I would be able to afford if it doesn't stick together. Because, God forbid, if I started off with a band and we fell apart, then, you know, I'd have to start from scratch. You have to start from scratch. I like, yeah. I like
0: that approach a lot. I'm actually taking a similar mm-hmm. approach. I want to start an Australian rock band, you know. That yeah, sounds really interesting. I do, but, same things. Like, I got. This going on. I got so many. I got so many things going on. Oh boy! I I'm understand. learning how to DJ right now because uh, then I could do like kind of what you're doing, where, like you're, I could practice my vocals at least. Have and then loop maybe some guitars on my own, and then you know same thing. I could do it on my own first. It's a good approach, I think, especially nowadays where like music is so like so fluid and like you could do whatever you want right now.
1: Yeah. No. I think. Um I think in the entire music scene in general, all types of genres, and it's just very opening right now. I think everybody's having a very open mind to new music. There's a lot of new stuff coming out from a whole bunch of people in different types so of genres. Many, and, so many
0: new flavors and styles like you never... And know. I'm loving it. It's, yeah. it's
1: really inspiring me to just like be as creative and open-minded as physically
0: possible. I love that. So I got two questions to end this off. As for the three items... Uh, for the submission video have you like thought about that have you started with it are you having any ideas (laughs) so
1: i have like the most like disgusting habit of being a procrastinator and pushing everything off so i i I basically in a nutshell not the only one (laughs) i I pretty much have the entire video written and planned out in my mind now it's just a matter of fact of finding people and places to help me bring it to life
0: I'm sure you'll do great. Honestly, you seem like a creative guy. Thank you. And then this has been my favorite question: uh, celebrity boxing's in the mix. I don't know if you know about celebrity death match. I've heard of it. It's like an MTV claymation show. It was great. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I do remember fight to the death. I do
1: remember being very young, staying up past bedtime.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and just 100%. catching like
1: the end of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: would like get one or two, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, I wonder what the other half was like. Yeah. <laughs> I. uh so I was mm-hmm. posing this question, like, who would you pit? Two celebrities, mm-hmm. living or dead, like, any To go, like, at each other? Go at it. Um, honestly,
1: I think uh, Marilyn mm-hmm. Manson, just because, like, you know, he's just so out there. And uh, Gigi Allen.
0: Whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. that is a crazy matchup. Gigi Allen is a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who I'm taking there, I mean, <laughs> Manson's definitely got, like, some height on him, but, like, Gigi mm-hmm. Allen has got that, like, Charlie mm-hmm. Day, like, always sunny yeah. times, like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what, like. And he's just got that, uh, that
1: that will, you know? Yeah he's, got, yeah, he's got that thrive, but then Marilyn Manson's just, like I said, he's got that out there mind, so you never know what he might, like, try to do to win. Yeah, no, I, I think that would be a very
0: interesting and like twisted match I've heard he removed a rib, rib for some other stuff so I don't know what <laughs> he's willing to do in that cage <laughs> and uh, speaking of ribs I don't know, maybe Linderella's has some ribs who knows they definitely have wraps, hoagies, cookies catering services everything you need up in Storysville, Main Street always brought to you by NEPA Scene. Rich Howells come check us out maybe You know, maybe I'll be there making a fool of myself at the V-Spot open mic night. And then we're here today with Encore Studios. Thanatos, thank you so much for being a part of the big break.
1: Absolutely. Thank you guys very much for having me. You, I, the big break, Encore Studios. It's
0: very, very honorable to be here. Honorable to have you.
1: Thank you.